If you want to know how to create like the grades, let's break it down. Finding a service solution that helps you better connect with your customers and keep them happy can feel impossible. It's kind of like trying to remember the name of the guy that you just met at a networking event. Was it Ron? Was it Don? Was it John or Sean? Who knows, right? It's like that kind of impossible. HubSpot's all new service hub can help. Well, with the service solution prior, at least. It brings service and success together in one powerful platform for the first time ever. With an AI-powered help desk and an AI chatbot that helps handle frontline tickets fast. Plus, it comes with a customer success workspace that helps your reps anticipate customers' needs. And a full 360 view of every customer so you can go to market and your go-to-market team can have a pulse on the accounts before you try to upsell or cross-sell. Also, you can scale, support, drive retention, and revenue. And you know what that means. Better service, happier customers at every single stage of the journey. Visit HubSpot.com service to do more with your customers today. Can you imagine bringing in 30,000 course signups in your first four months of launching an edtech company? Well, that's the story of Masterclass. A company now valued at 2.7 billion, yes, billion with a capital B, billion dollars. In an era that is dominated by massively open online courses with professors and creators typically hosting the lessons, this edtech unicorn took a completely different path. You see, instead of following the traditional path that most educational platforms take, where they get a bunch of people who have spent decades working at the Harvards and Stanford, Masterclass prioritized and focused on a more capital-intensive, high-production quality video series with some of the biggest names in the world. Chef Ramsey, Shonda Rhimes, Mariah Carey, Richard Branson, Samuel L. Jackson, Serena Williams, Steph Curry, and so much more. Masterclass's traffic and their social numbers are currently completely off the charts. Their followers on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn are currently in the hundreds of thousands and millions of people. All of that success got me thinking. Got me thinking about the creation that is Masterclass. It got me thinking about how they created an educational juggernaut. How did they grow? How did they scale? And how did they create something great. I'm Ross Simmons, and this is Create Like the Greats, where we take you into the inner workings of how some of the greatest creators of all time did or do what they do. We study the strategies and the techniques that some of the greatest creators are taking advantage of so the rest of us can do the same. And in this episode, we're going to be discussing how Masterclass was able to build something great and lessons that you can learn from their growth. I will break down the ins and outs from their marketing strategy, which helped them grow their brand and establish a valuation over $2 billion. It's a big number, right? Well, just keep listening because I'll be sharing much more in this episode around how Masterclass has created something that fundamentally changed the way that self-development education is done. Now, let's get started. If you want to know how to create like the grades, let's break it down. If there's one thing that we all have in common, it's that we've all probably seen an ad or two from Masterclass. This brand spends so much on ads that they are literally everywhere. 
Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, you name it, Masterclass is there. In fact, back in 2019, it was estimated by Business Insider that they were spending $6.5 million on their advertising efforts. And the brand spent even more than that between March and April of 2020 because they saw a significant spike in the demand around the product amidst the pandemic. But here is where it gets really interesting. You see, although this brand has a massive ad budget, the biggest driver for its website and its app is search. You will be shocked when I tell you the masterclasses ads, all the money that they spend on them, all the traffic, all of the remarketing, all of those, all of those ads on all the different channels, they generate a meager 1.27% of all traffic sources. Or at least that's what our sources are telling us. When you look at things like search and direct and referral, et cetera, 1.27% of all traffic to masterclass comes from ads. That's right. A ton of their traffic come from other places. In fact, 75% is estimated to come directly from search. Now, when you hear that number, 75%, 75%, what, 75% of what? 75% of millions of visits, right? There are millions of people every single day visiting the Masterclass website. And 75% of them have gotten there by starting their experience with search. Now, when you see that, you'd agree with me that there's probably a lot that you can learn about content and SEO from Masterclass. So before we do that, let me first set the stage for you. What is search traffic? It's the people who find Masterclass after doing a Google search. You know how you go to Google when you're looking to learn how to create a new function inside of a spreadsheet or looking to figure out how many ounces go into a cup. All of these searches end with you visiting a website. And that visit is essentially organic traffic. You see, the way that these sites show up is called SEO. The way that they show up in Google is called SEO. That practice is SEO. And it just so happens that Masterclass is putting on truly a Masterclass live in front of all of us in SEO. So let's dive into what they are doing and how they've been able to create such a great SEO Masterclass. Now, diving deeper, I found out that the brand ranks number one for pretty generic and long tail keywords. Things like tarot and king size bed, what colors make brown, and the list goes on. One thing that caught my attention, though, is that some of these keywords have monthly search volumes of hundreds of thousands each, meaning every single month, hundreds of thousands of people are going to Google every single month and typing in keywords that send them, potentially, to Masterclass. It's a lot of people, right? And across all of these keywords, Across all of these different keywords, I'm finding that Masterclass is generating millions of visits every single year from organic search. What does that mean? It means that Masterclass knows how to create content that aligns with the needs of the people who are going to Google and trying to find things, trying to find answers to questions. This is what we call search intent. When you go to Google, you intend 
on seeing something, on finding something. When you go and look for something, you intend to find something. This is the, the holy grail for SEO practitioners and content creators. When you understand the intent behind the reason why people are typing things into Google and you can deliver that to them, the game of SEO just becomes a whole lot easier. Now, more than targeting high volume keywords, the real key to driving organic traffic is creating content that aligns with that intent. In Masterclass, has been leveraging search intent to dominate the search engine's results page, aka the SERP, and then moving these people, moving these visitors into their pipeline, making someone who might be going to Google, typing in a question like how many ounces go into a cup, and then selling them on a course with Chef Ramsay where he teaches them how to make the perfect omelet. All right. Let's break it down. All right, so we've had some fun talking about modifiers and the way that they connect back to search intent. But how do you actually think or understand the, the connection between all of this and one-word searches like shallots or fennel? You see, these are keywords that Masterclass also ranks for. And you might be left scratching your head thinking, I know that no one on Masterclass is giving a lesson or a course on shallots or fennel. So why does this even matter to Masterclass? Let's start with an example that I've already talked about earlier, which is that right now on Masterclass's website, you can take a course by Chef Ramsay. No, you're right. Chef Ramsay isn't going to teach you about just a shallot and how to eat one. That's, that's not what the course is going to be about. But in that course, you might learn a lot. You might learn a lot about how to make the perfect omelet, which happens to include an ingredient like a shallot. Or even maybe you learn how to create a delicious salsa dish that also requires something like a shallot. Now, all of this considered, you now need to think, okay, how would and why would this matter to Masterclass? Well, it's simple. Let's look at the SERP, the search engine results page for that keyword, the shallot in particular. You see, Google will prioritize pages that they believe satisfies search intent. So when you go to Google and you type in shallot and you even just begin to type in that word, you're going to notice that there's thousands of people every single day going to Google and they're typing in shallots versus onions. What's the difference between a shallot and an onion? Now, when you see this, when you see that this word is resulting in a handful of different pages all talking about this same subject, the relationship between shallots and onions, the differences, etc., it shows you that people are confused. People are confused and they are looking for clarity. This is informational intent. Now, here is why it matters to Masterclass. You see, Masterclass can take this knowledge and they can improve upon it by creating content, creating stories within their blog posts that answer that exact question. And then they ensure that that blog post that they have created, that story that they're telling, where they're describing the difference between a shallot and an onion, which is ultimately optimized for search by having someone like Chef Ramsay be the author, while also referencing the course throughout, they have the ability to rank in Google. You see, they structure their pages in a way that is so easy to read that you can just start to scroll and get the answer within seconds of 
oh, now I see what the difference is between a shallot and an onion. And Google can see this too. So Google might actually take that information and place it directly in the search engine results page. That is the power of creating content that is rooted in search intent. And if you're still not sold, let me tell you something. So almost 14,000 people every single month, including people who happen to find this content just doing a quick Google search or finding it through social media shares, et cetera, are finding this piece of content, 14,000 people. Now you might be thinking, okay, this is great, but how does that even work for them? Why would that matter to them? This is where you put on your psychologist hat, folks. Who cares about shallots versus onions? Typically, it's going to be someone who's in the middle of a recipe. They might have just heated up their pan, started to fry up some butter, and then they notice that it says that you should throw in some shallots. They look to their left, they look to their right, and all they notice is that they only have onions left. They don't have any shallots. So is that going to do the trick? They go to Google, they type in that question, and they get an answer. But who is this type of person? Who is the type of person that would create a recipe with shallots in it or create a recipe with fennel in it or some other food ingredient that might not necessarily be quite so common? Someone who's ambitious enough to cook with shallots or fennel is somebody who's probably ambitious enough to take a cooking course or two. And this is why it's marketing brilliance. Because now that that person has visited this page, Masterclass can now run ads at this person across the internet, no matter where they are, through remarketing. They have the ability now to use that page to sell them directly on that page about a course that they should enroll in where they will learn how to be a better home chef. This is one example of how Masterclass has created something great. And if you have checked all these boxes, you've understood search intent, you're understanding the modifiers, and you're creating all of this great content, the next step is to ensure that the pieces of content that you produce are actually high value. You see, the blog posts that are created every single day by the Masterclass team are actually great. And I'm going to explain to you just a little bit of the things that they are doing differently to ensure that the content that they create is actually great. Another thing that Masterclass has done extremely well and is actually quite different from most organizations that are investing in SEO is a commitment and an obsession, arguably, in video content. They inject video and animated video, animations, etc., through their SEO-driven pieces of content not just in their how-to articles and blog posts either. You see, even on their sales pages, you can find rich video content. And you might be wondering what this does, but it truly does improve the user experience. It also improves their ability to rank in the SERP. Why? Because they house all of this content on YouTube. And YouTube happens to be a website that was purchased by Google just a few years ago for a lot of money. So Google cares that YouTube content generates views and generates subscribers because more people watching YouTube means more money for Google at large. All right. So when a user is landing on these blog posts, when they're landing on these sales pages and they're seeing video content, 
they have an option. They have an option to just read the written word or they might go deeper. They might go more in depth down the rabbit hole to watch a trailer, to watch a video on the Masterclass YouTube channel and that take them a little bit even further where they start to see the wide range of different courses that are being held by Masterclass. But here, here my friends, is where it gets very interesting. You see, these videos are not just posted on their blog posts. They're, yes, repurposed on YouTube as native YouTube videos, but they're also re-uploaded as YouTube shorts. They're also uploaded on Instagram as videos. And potentially in the future, we'll start to see them on other channels as well, like TikTok and Snapchat, etc. You see, the trailers that Masterclass invests in is generating millions of views, likely related to their aggressive ad spend, but nonetheless, millions of people are seeing the Masterclass ads. Millions of people are visiting YouTube every single day, and of those people, some of them are going to YouTube and they're probably looking to learn how to make a recipe. And when they go down that rabbit hole, they might just see a YouTube ad for Masterclass talking about a course that they have with some of the top chefs in the world. You see, being the second largest search engine in the world and capitalizing on that is a smart move by Masterclass. You see, the Masterclass with Chris Voss teaching the art of negotiation, that YouTube video, that trailer alone has 23 million views. And yes, some of those views probably came from ads. The majority probably came from ads. But some of those views came from people who are visiting an article that lives on the Masterclass website. An article that happens to be titled, How to Negotiate, the Five Stages of the Negotiation Process. Let me say that title for you one more time and listen closely. How to Negotiate, the Five Stages of Negotiation Process. How to, that's an informational rooted search intent. They start the headline with how to. They also say negotiate and negotiation both in the same title. So Google knows exactly what this piece is all about. And if somebody is typing into Google for the first time that they're interested in learning how to negotiate, they'll be reading this blog post. And in the middle of reading this blog post, they might just see, and by might, I mean they will, they will see a call to action, meaning a little bit of a disruption amidst the piece where it tells them that there's a course that Chris Voss hosts on Masterclass teaching the art of negotiation. Now, Masterclass didn't get this article to rank in Google by luck. The team ensures that they use a headline that is actually rooted in search intent, like I just described. They use keywords in the headline that are going to be powerful in connecting with people. They use numbers because they know that we as humans are number-based. We like numbers. It makes it easy for us to know exactly what we're going to get. And when done right, a great headline can be the true difference between getting discovered faster or, you know, just staying under the radar. A great keyword strategy that Masterclass uses is very simple. They don't get cute with the headline. If people are looking to learn how to negotiate, then they're going to name the title How to Negotiate. If people are trying to learn the difference between a shallot and an onion, they're going to name the article Difference Between Shallots and Onions. It's not that complex. Once they've done that, when they've identified the keywords that matter, they start to, of course, throw in once in a while these different variations. How to, soft, easy, homemade, things that you might actually type if you were looking to learn how to make pretzels. 
So Masterclass does this. They use a wide range of different keywords throughout the piece of content, as well as in the headline to ensure that they are ranking in Google. Now, if you're replicating this strategy, I'm not going to encourage you to just go find out all the different words that would be relevant on a certain topic and just stuff them into your piece, paragraph after paragraph, sentence after sentence, to a point where it makes your article, your essay, your blog post very difficult to read. The masterclass content strategy is all about understanding search intent. It's about creating exceptional content. It's about creating content that is really, really good. And then strategically using in-content keywords, optimizing your content, of course, for search. Whether it's in the headlines, the titles, the blog posts, etc. You want to incorporate references to things that your audience actually cares about. Now, this strategy, this SEO effort, this content has ultimately allowed Masterclass to unlock some amazing numbers of growth. But those are the things that are within their circle of control and the things that they create exclusively within their world, within their content universe. Which takes me to the next point. And that is that there are some external things that Masterclass has been able to capitalize on and that you could even capitalize on to drive results for your business. And it is rooted in the simple reality that Masterclass has become a link magnet and links, links are extremely valuable if you want to rank in Google. Links are still, to this day, whether you like it or not, some of the most important and influential ranking factors around whether or not a website shows up in Google. Yes, that's right. The things that you see in Google are actually showing up probably because the internet, through links, told Google that that is a piece of content that is worth ranking. After you create a piece of content, if it's high quality, if it's valuable, if it's something that will truly help people, if it's rooted in search intent, the influence that you can have on ensuring that that piece of content actually generates organic traffic is getting links, high quality links. You see, the higher the level of domains that are linking to that content, the more traffic you're going to get. And that significantly boosts your search ranking. It shoots you to the front page, hopefully. I can't say with promises that that's what's going to happen, but that's typically the goal. You see, the links help search engines discover new pages from some of these well-established domains or even some underrated domains, but are considered to be high-value content. Second, these links help show the world and connect people to pieces of content that are valuable. Because Masterclass has put a lot of effort into high-quality content, they've been able to generate over 640,000 backlinks across more than 50,000 different domains. Let me say that again. There are more than 648,000 places on the internet where Masterclass, their website, their articles, their blog posts, their courses, etc., are getting links from different websites. More than 50,000 other websites are linking to Masterclass. Websites that are, are news websites. These aren't just blogs. These aren't just people blogging in their basement. CNN, New York Times, The Guardian. These are all publications that have linked to Masterclass. Now, that's impressive, right? I, I hear you. They also have backlinks from Google, <laughs> Google themselves, right? This is the power 
of a strong web presence. This is what happens when you truly strive to create like the greats and you bring in great people to develop stories, to tell content, to craft content that resonates with people in a meaningful way. And if you do that, if you do that consistently, you have the ability to generate links. Now, how does a company like Masterclass pull this off? Are they the only company that has been able to pull this off? No, they're not. There are tons of media companies that have been able to do something similar, but that keyword media company is the key difference between most brands and those that thrive. You need to be able to think like a media company, right? You see, Masterclass has built authority by featuring people who are masters in their craft. Nobody has been able to beat them at that. There's no question that no matter where you go in the world of education and ed tech, no one has competed at a high level with Masterclass at being able to produce content that consistently stands out. Masterclass every single month seems to be announcing that they've partnered with a new celebrity, a new influencer, or someone who has fundamentally changed the way things is things are done within their industry. They then use that to make an announcement, and then they create content that features the stories that this person would resonate with. Masterclass creates content for the web. Their blog posts are created in an easy-to-read way. And all of this lives in a user-friendly experience that is very, very linkable. Of course, someone's going to link to a blog post that happens to be written by Steph Curry. If you could link to an article that I've written where I'm talking about how to take a three-point shot, or you can link to an article where Seth Curry is describing how he believes you should take a three-point shot, who do you think is going to get the link? It's going to be Seth Curry, right? It's going to be Steph Curry. I said Seth, it should be Steph. Seth is his brother, but it's Steph who actually is going to be the best three-point shooter. Either way, we're not here to talk about that. What we're here to talk about is if you can have a social impact, if you can connect with celebrities, influencers, et cetera, and incorporate them into your stories, it will allow you to generate more links. Bringing on instructors who are generally famous or influential to be considered the best in their field gives Masterclass the ability to increase their likelihood of getting links. Imagine being taught by Spike Lee or Aaron Sorkin or Simone Biles or Gordon Ramsay, right? Aside from the fact that these are celebrities who are very influential and have their own fan base that would be then attracted to Masterclass, and that too would aid their growth, these simple names will allow for them to unlock new opportunities that other ed tech companies wouldn't be able to. You see, they're able to get word of mouth marketing just flowing, right? People are talking about it time and time again because there are celebrities involved, because there are famous people involved. And this is something that you can tap into as well. You can think about how you can tell stories that are, that are going to help people in a way that are going to be ultimately worth sharing. Can you create stories that are worth talking about? Can you create stories that your audience are going to become immersed into and they want to talk about as well? Or can you be the brand that connects your audience with people who they didn't think were actually possible? Now, I'm not saying you have to go out and connect with them with Serena Williams or someone like um, Simone Biles. I'm not saying that. 
But can you connect your audience with maybe an influencer within your space, within your industry, and give that influencer a platform within your product, on your blog, on your website, in a webinar, or some other asset that ultimately is worth linkable as well? The statistics show that masterclass content with the most backlinks are actually those pieces where industry experts are involved. So maybe you can replicate this strategy. This is what you need to know. This isn't a hack. This isn't going to be a hack that I'm going to tell you to, hey, you can get Gordon Ramsay on your SaaS website or you can use Gordon Ramsay for your e-commerce site. No, that's not what I'm going to be able to tell you. But what I can tell you is that you can replicate this strategy in a small way. Here are a few tips that will allow you to do it. Step one, I want you to start to create a list of influencers within your space, people who your audience loves, people that your audience admires, that they look up to. Maybe it's the person who they would all sign up to go to a conference to attend to hear speak on a subject, or they would submit their email to a form if it turned out that this person was coming out of retirement to give a quick webinar. Now I want you to go through your list. You should have a list of a bunch of people, ideally 10 plus people, who would be ideal for your audience and that your audience would care about. And I want you to start scoring them. I want you to start scoring them around their reach, their authority, their clout, and whatever metrics you believe matters to you. Do they have more followers? Are they active today? Do they come with an audience? Are they controversial? Or are they just people that are in your industry that your industry loves? Start to think about that. And then start to think through the fastest route that you could go to actually get in front of these people. How could you actually get to them? Do you have the connections? Do you have a relationship? Do you happen to know someone who knows someone who can make that intro for you? And then finally, right, the fourth step out of all, all of these is that you are now going to reach out to them. You can't tell who's going to say yes until you try. So you're going to do exactly that. I'll repeat it one more time. These are the tips, the tips that you need to take to replicate this strategy. First, you're going to start by drawing up a list of experts in your industry. Second, you're going to sort them based off of the things that matter to you, clout, authority, reach, etc. Then you're going to look at your own Rolodex. The third thing you're going to do is look at your own Rolodex, your own connections to figure out how can I make this happen? And then the fourth thing you're going to do you're going to get on the phone, you're going to get in your inbox, and you're going to reach out. You're going to send the DM. You're going to do whatever it takes because the only way you will know that they won't do it is if they say no. So why not shoot your shot? That's how you can replicate the strategy that Masterclass has done time and time again to unlock the opportunity associated with links. Now what I want to talk about is Another part of the masterclass strategy, I told you, like masterclass is not just a basic brand. When we describe great companies, we, we think of organizations that have been able to shape culture. We think of organizations that have been able to create stories and create messages that fundamentally change the way that people live. And I know personally that masterclass has done this because, well, it's had an impact on me. I never would consider myself to be someone who has a green thumb, but after coming across a masterclass ad and signing up and going through it, I have become obsessed. I've become obsessed with urban gardening. I have an urban garden right here in my home, and in my home, I typically will take my littles up to my garden and we will make and find carrots 
tomatoes, watermelon, all kinds of different things. This is only because of a course that I took on Masterclass. Masterclass has created like the greats. And I want to explain to you one of the ways that they hooked me, but also the way that they hook many other people in their work. It's a balancing act. It's a balancing act, if you will, between inbound and outbound marketing. And I strongly believe that if you can take both of these things seriously, yes, inbound and outbound, you can unlock some amazing results. So here's a few tips that you should keep in mind. First, you need to understand who your customer is and what they want. The next step after that is to consistently create free value. You want to develop things that are for free for them that they're going to consume and they're going to love. You have to be in it for the long game, folks. Trust me, it's an effective way to move your audience through that journey, through a journey where they're going to learn about a subject that they care about, but also learn about your products along the way. As I've talked about throughout this entire episode, Masterclass has excelled at this. This is why they're killing it in search. But it doesn't mean that there's no longer a place for them to embrace things like outbound efforts, right? Like they still embrace the idea of outbound. And when I describe outbound, you might be thinking, what does he mean? Does he mean just picking up the phone and calling people? No. Outbound efforts is when you go where your audience is. It's more of a pull strategy rather than a kind of just sit back and wait. You pull them in. You pull them in by going where they are and trying to capture their attention. And one of the ways that they do this, we've talked about it a few times, is ads. Masterclass invests a ton, a ton, a ton of money in ads. And I mean, they're spending millions of dollars on ads. And and this is not something that they take lightly. It's a key piece of their business and for good reason. Yes, I personally love organic content. I confess, I'm an organic person through and through. I love organic traffic. I love social referral traffic. All of those things are within my DNA and I love them. But if you want to create like the greats, you also have to distribute like the greats. And the most most influential brands that have shown up over the course of our lifetime all have paid to play. They run ads. They invest in ads because they know that through ads, they can reach exactly who they want to connect with. Now, Masterclass balances this because they invest in ads on YouTube, on Google, on Facebook, on all kinds of different channels, while also investing in the organic side. That's the balance. Yes, you create great content that should rank organically, but you also will be willing to invest in distributing your content through paid marketing as well. Now, let's talk a little bit about the brilliant, unskippable ads that Masterclass has actually created, as well as their smart remarketing strategy. You see, I have got to admit it. Masterclass has done an amazing job at creating some of the best content that lives today, hands down. Whether it's the camera work, the lighting, or the sound, every single trailer that they develop feels like a good movie. It doesn't feel like an ad, right? And if I had to pick up one thing that I love about the Masterclass Marketing Strategy, it would be that. It would be the ads. Coming from somebody who loves organic, that's a pretty, pretty, pretty big statement. Everything that they do is top-notch. 
Now, let's just take their Gordon Ramsay Masterclass pre-roll ad for, for example. If you have seen this ad, you'll notice that right away he's dicing an onion and he says, watch carefully. And before you know what is going on, you're already salivating over a, a raspberry souffle as he delivers this memorable message where he says, the art of food is something anyone can master once you know the right thing to do. And I'm the best teacher to show you. My goodness, you have to give it to them, right? Masterclass has mastered how to tell a story, how to hook a human. That is captivating. It's irresistible. You have to watch. You have to be hooked. And you have to be sold that he is, in fact, the best teacher to show you. Now, the key takeaway, which is the, the secret that a lot of people don't really realize, is that these ads don't only educate you, but they also entertain. They promise you an experience and they leave you wanting more. So if you're enthralled and you don't feel like being sold to, then these ads work to perfection. And that is the point. They're not trying to sell you. They're trying to inspire you. They're trying to inform you. And this is why they work. This is why they drive so many results for Masterclass. In the words of Aaron Ramunson, the found co-founder of uh, Masterclass, he said, there really is a format to it. With a joke and a buildup, a sensitive moment, that's sometimes painful. Then the contrast to the rising end of the trailer that brings us into, I'm so-and-so, and this is my Masterclass, right? He knows that that formula, the format, of a masterclass trailer is something that they can own. It's something that they can use time and time again. And this is why not only is masterclass putting on a masterclass in SEO, but they're also putting on a masterclass in front of all of our eyes on great copywriting, great advertising, and great storytelling. Let's dive a little bit deeper. That sentence alone from the co-founder gives you a, a, a big revelation that Masterclass recognizes the importance of using humor to stay glued, to keep people glued to their courses, to keep people glued to their trailers. And they also create a connection. They create a connection that lets you in on the challenges that the instructor may have faced over their course of their career. When you watch them, you'll, you'll typically start to feel like, oh, I can relate to this celebrity. I can relate to this Olympian. I can relate to this individual. They are a relatable human being, but it's through the copy, it's through the messaging, it's through the storytelling that all of this happens. People love to feel connected. And if you can do that, if you can make that happen, then it can be a very powerful thing. But then finally, at the end, at the conclusion, they slap you in the face with a sense of hope, some inspiration. They tell you that you can do it that they believe in you, of course, you have to keep watching them. And of course, you're going to be interested in learning more. So when you think about Masterclass and you think of these ads, I want you to think about for your own creative. Don't fall into the trap of thinking that you have to sell features, that you have to sell all of the different things that differentiate your product from the next. Sell people an experience. Talk to people about how they will be improved and how they will be better because of something that you have developed for them. 
You see, people are more likely to buy from a brand that they know than one that they know nothing about. And one of the things that Masterclass has been able to do greatly is they've been able to build that brand reputation. They've been able to build that reputation by showing up on YouTube, on Facebook, on all of these different platforms. This constantly showing up is a way that you can build rapport with your brand. And I know that it's not always easy. I know that some of you might have a small business, a small budget, and you might not be able to afford it. And that's okay. Think local. How can you take over your local market? How can you take over the the channels in which your audience is spending time? You want to do this because what happens is you start to build brand equity, you build brand awareness, you build a connection with your audience that views you as being a great part of their life. You want people to say, this is a masterclass and this brand always delivers things that are of high value. You want people to say high value when describing your product, your brand as well. For example, think about when someone goes to Google and they type in your brand name. If they type in your brand name, you want to show up. The way that you do that is by showing up, by constantly creating great content, but also by ensuring that when people do talk about you, they're talking about you in a good way. When Google is essentially serving up the first domain associated with the word masterclass, they could show all kinds of different pieces of content of people who are creating and hosting their own versions of a masterclass, but instead they show the masterclass domain. Why? Because masterclass has established itself as a trustworthy brand. And that's where you want to go. You want people to talk about you. You want people to know you. You want to develop stories and distribute those stories effectively so your brand becomes top of mind. The fact that Masterclass's ads focus more on brand awareness than the actual product doesn't mean that they're not trying to sell something. It doesn't mean they're not trying to sell courses. No, it tells you that they're using a different type of marketing strategy. It tells you that they're trying to connect with you, to inspire you, to educate you. And then when they do go in for that sale, it just might happen a little bit later. Keep listening. I'll tell you a little bit about it. You see... Here's the biggest benefit that comes from running brand awareness activities. Masterclass has been running brand awareness activities. They're getting people to to Google for the difference between an onion and a shallot. They're reading that content. They might click on another recipe and read about it. And then they go on and they live their life. But Masterclass uses remarketing to get those people back, to get those people to sign up for a course to swipe their credit card. What is remarketing? Remarketing is the act of getting someone to visit your website and show some type of intent. The intent could be to learn how to cook a certain meal and then run ads against them with Chef Ramsay showing them how to cook and telling them, enroll today. The remarketing strategy that has been embraced by Masterclass is basically them following the user around the internet by showing more display ads, by showing more content that is relevant to them after they demonstrate they might be interested in their project. Oh, you read a blog post that Masterclass had written on how to do negotiation at work. Maybe when you're on Instagram, I should show you this ad for our negotiation course. Or maybe you were on Google and you were looking up how to do a somersault and maybe we should show you this ad, 
after you visited a blog post that we created on that topic, Simone Biles and a course that she's creating on gymnastics. This works wonders. It works wonders because the people who have demonstrated some type of interest in these stories are also going to be interested in a course. They're going to be interested in Masterclass. Maybe you've done this before. You've visited a website, you looked at a product that was interesting to you, and then you start to see that ad everywhere. That is remarketing. Maybe you've had a conversation with a friend about a product that you're interested in, and then you see the ads everywhere. Now, that's not remarketing. It's just a figment of your imagination. I'm sorry, marketers can't do that yet. But someday, they just might. All right, back to Masterclass. If you visit their site and you show an interest in their blog about gardening, they'll start to retarget you with ads from their masterclass about urban gardening. If you visit a blog post about how to write a child novel, they're going to run an ad against you with the R.L. Stein course that they've run. This is a brilliant strategy, and it's a great way for them to distribute that creation. You need to remember that when you are creating something that is great, you also need to distribute it and paid efforts can give you a great way to do exactly that. Now, here's the final thing that I want you to learn from Masterclass. It's something that took me way too long to learn and I really hope that it's something that you can pick up and run with pretty soon because it's something that will give you attention. We all want it. But it's very important that we know how to capture attention and then use that attention to sell. When you're on the Masterclass website, you're going to likely see at the beginning, of course, one of the experts. You scroll down further, you'll be greeted by that expert, and you'll start to go down to their funnel, and you'll start to consume their content. You'll be hooked into their stories. Now, Masterclass doesn't just allow you to kind of consume their content once and be gone. As we talked about, they run remarketing and things of that nature, but they also embrace distribution. They embrace storytelling across multiple channels. They embrace the idea that a brand shouldn't live and die on just one or two channels. They should probably be on multiple channels and using things like storytelling to connect with people on a regular basis to stay relevant, if you will. One of the things that Masterclass has done well that I think more brands should be embracing, even personal brands should be embracing, is the idea of reactive storytelling. Reactive storytelling is one of my favorite strategies of all time. In fact, it's a concept or a phrase that I started to talk about back in 2013. I know I just aged myself. But reactive storytelling is a concept that some of the greatest creators embrace. It's the act of reacting to things that are happening in the market and around you in the world and pop culture and combining it with your own brand spin. As a result, people are more likely to resonate with it. And because they're familiar, they're more likely to share it. And that leads to growth and opportunity for your business. An example of this is when Masterclass decided that they were going to release a brilliant ad for Mother's Day. It was a Masterclass and Forbes collaboration where they urged us to give mom the gift of a year's worth of picking up new skills. That ad, if it was seen on just a normal day, would have been just another ad. But Masterclass used Mother's Day as a tactic to react to, to hold your attention, to lure you in as you were thinking and panicking about the fact that you might not have a gift already ordered for Mother's Day, that maybe this, this is the solution. That 
is reactive storytelling. You reacting to things that you know are happening in the world, things that you know are happening amongst culture. Mind you, this doesn't only work for ads. It can also work for social media content. It can work for blog posts. So how can you do something similar? First, you need to listen. You need to understand what's going on around you. You need to understand the trends that are shaping your industry, your audience, your customers, the people who you work with on a regular basis. Now, this shouldn't be hard because there's a ton of listening tools out there. There's a ton of ways for you to stay on the loop. But the easiest way is to just care, to care about what's happening in the industry. Now, if you wanted to take a more pop culture approach, it's way easier to do. You just navigate through the news. And you can start to create pieces of content like what innovators can learn from Taylor Swift or why Kim K can teach you everything you need to know about PPC. Now, I don't know if any of these pieces have actually come to life and I don't even know if I would actually click on them to read them. But this is the gist. This is reactive storytelling. Now, when you start to think about that trend that you're going to capitalize on, that you're going to talk about, make sure that you strike while the iron is hot. But you have to play it cool. You don't need to get into the topics of politics or sensitive topics or tragedies that your audience might react negatively to. With great power comes great responsibility, and I've seen way too many brands take advantage of celebrities' deaths or holidays like Veterans Day and put up a post covered in their logo just to be told where to go and how to get there. It's not worth doing it. It just leaves people with a bad taste in their mouth. So, I believe reactive storytelling is something that you should consider, but also consider the power the power of distribution. You see, embrace the idea of live streaming content on YouTube, just like Masterclass does. Consider using Masterclass Shorts or YouTube Shorts like Masterclass does. Consider sharing your content on social. Consider partnering with your influencers so they will share the content on their channels. Consider partnering with influencers so they will share the content on their channels as well. Creating great things take time. And if you need to go back to the drawing board, if you need to think about this, if you need to constantly tinker and try, that's okay. Great creators, great companies, great organizations are known for tinkering and experimenting and not always getting it right right away. You don't need to have it all figured out. You see, when Masterclass first launched back in 2015, they didn't have it all figured out. And in fact, if you look back at Wayback Time Machine, you look at their archives of Masterclass, what you'll find is that they weren't actually blogging until 2019. They weren't creating content like they are today for a whole four years. So you need to remember that no matter where you are in the journey of creating, that you will always have opportunities to improve. You will always have opportunities to start telling your story, to start creating, to start distributing. And you might be waiting for a sign on whether or not this is something you should invest in, something that you should consider. And my hope is that you will take this as that sign. Let's break it down. Overall, there is a ton of things that you can learn from Masterclass. So many things. 
I want to wrap this up by just summarizing a few of the key lessons that I hope you can apply to your business, your career, to your creation. No matter if you're a business, no matter if you're running your own startup, a technology company, or even if you are a musician or an artist that is launching an album, I think that there's things that you can learn from Masterclass so you can create like the greats. The biggest lesson that I believe you can learn from this is the importance of understanding, creating things of high value, producing those things, and then distributing them like wildfire, ensuring that you find ways to distribute them, whether it's paid or organic, and embracing storytelling as much as you can. As a creator who is aspiring to create things that are great, I would ask you to ask yourself, what can we do to stand out? What influencers can we partner with to elevate our brand? What problems are our customers struggling with every single day and potentially going to Google to find answers to that we can solve? What is happening in the market that we can react to? Can we invest in paid media? How can we create content with excellence? And if you can do that, you too will be able to create like the greats. Let me wrap this up with five key factors that you should consider just like masterclass. The first one, understand search intent. Understand the reason why people are searching for the things that they look for and ask yourself if you can create those things based off of their search intent. Number two, develop ads that are truly everywhere. Whether it's on YouTube or Facebook, recognize the value of establishing brand awareness and the benefits that it can give you if you do have a brand that feels larger than life. Number three, don't just leverage experts for the sake of it. Use experts to tell your story, to create content. Use experts as a part of your marketing mix. Number four, understand that reactive storytelling is a great way to connect with people and resonate with people on a human level level. Inject storytelling into everything that you do. Number five, remember that content distribution is one of the most powerful things yet underrated opportunities that exist today. If you create a piece of content once, be sure to distribute it forever. Now, if you can do these things, you just might join Masterclass as a brand that has created something great. Who knows, you might even get invited to host your own masterclass at some point if you can replicate some of these ideas, if you can replicate some of these concepts in your own business. I want to wrap this up by just saying thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for checking this out. And thank you for learning some of the strategies that masterclass used to create a remarkable business. If you enjoyed this podcast, I read every single comment. So please drop me a comment and drop a five-star review as well with your feedback. I'd love to love to learn a little bit about you. So send me a note. Feel free to reach out. I'm easily findable. I'm on all of your favorite social media platforms. Ross Simmons, you can look me up and find me and I would be happy to connect with you. I look forward to catching up with you on the next one. And if you're in B2B, if you're in SaaS, be sure to check out foundationinc.co. Our brand helps organizations in the wonderful world of SaaS create content that shapes culture. And be sure to subscribe today for more content just like this one on Masterclass, helping you create like the greats. 
If you want to know how to create like the grades, let's break it down.